Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we've found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. This is episode 47. Today, V interviews Tammy Ward. Tammy is an intuitive coach who guides her clients through transformations and life changes. As an intuitive, Tammy speaks with her own guides as well as the client's guides, even when the client isn't aware of their own guides. We talk today about mirroring, projecting old and uncomfortable emotions and stories onto our present situations. Tammy and V share experiences with labeling emotions and how this can be a beneficial practice. We also discuss the balance between taking emotions out of an interaction and still remaining engaged in the interaction. We cover a lot of ground today, so get ready. Hello, my friends. Hello, and welcome again to Inside Job with V and Pam. I am really excited today to let you know that we have another interview on our horizon. Today I'm going to be talking with Tammy Ward. She's an intuitive coach who guides others in transformation and life changes. And as an intuitive, Tammy develops a special relationship with each of her clients that she calls a mediumship. When she does her work, Tammy speaks with her own guides as well as the guides who show up for her clients even if they themselves are not aware of who their guides are. And these may be ancestors, these may be guides from another plane, these may be guides from the past. Tammy helps people get in touch with their guides and take action based on what their guides are sharing with them and with her. Her website is www.coach-tammy.com. I will also put a link in the show notes so that you can check out her website and see what Tammy has to offer. You can book through here. You can also get more information and you can reach out to Tammy Ward all through her website. Tammy, it is a delight to have you here today. Welcome to Inside Job. Thank you. Thank you so much, V, for having me here. I, I'm telling you, I, I am honored and in awe. Um, I, I, li- I listen every week to your podcast, you and Pam's podcast, and, and it truly is amazing and uplifting and, and knowledgeable, which I love so much. So thank you so much for this honor. It is truly my pleasure, and we are honored to have you here. I know you do your own podcast as well, and I will make sure to put links in the show notes to those as well so that people can tune into your program, because you also have a lot of really powerful information to share with people, and I think your voice is one that needs to be amplified and spread across the airwaves because the messages that you give are always so positive and so forward thinking. That's one of the Mm. things I love about your podcast and your show the most. Mm, So thank thank you you for being here today. Thank you. Um, I know that you do some really beautiful work and 
I know that you have a lot of lived experience as well as your own knowledge and expertise to bring to the table. And one of the things that you and I were just talking about a little bit was a concept called mirroring. Mm -hmm. I want to jump right into that and I'm going to ask you to first explain what mirroring is and then talk about how it's shown up in your life like what is mirroring and when did you first notice it in yourself? What was the uh, aha moment that you had when you recognized that you were doing this? Yeah, absolutely. You know, mirroring, you know, I don't even know the Webster's definition of mirroring, but, and I know I say it a little off because I'm, I'm a bit country, but um, you know, mirroring is definitely for me, it's, it's when we often are in certain situations are with people or um, thinking about past experiences where we are mirroring the behaviors of that other person, or we are mirroring what is happening um, from past experiences. And so, you know, if you, when you ask, you know, I, I wish I would have known this, like when I was 10, right. <laughs> like this would have been like, that would have just like saved me so much trouble, <laughs> but obviously there's a reasons why we grow and there's a reasons why we level up and there's a reasons why we continue in life. And so it's one of those things where just recently, um, my stepmother had passed and I was in a room with stepsisters and my own uh, twin sister, just family members I really hadn't seen in such a long time, um, well over 15 years. And, and I noticed that, you know, a conversation I had with my twin sister about how we're going to place my father, our father, and we were on the same page. But then when everybody else showed up, it was like this aha moment because I just noticed my sister mirroring their behaviors and the way they spoke and the way they were acting and the way they were, you know, just, just all those things that you don't want to do like judgment and, you know, it's all coming from a place of fear. And so I was about to say something and the same thing as mirroring exactly what their energy was, right. I can feel their energy. They're, they're enraged, they're upset, they're grieving. And so it's like, I could feel that energy just connect to mine. And I almost exactly did the same, but luckily I have, had a um, tons of spiritual awakenings. And so in that moment, I was conscious and aware that I didn't want to mirror. I wanted to calm the situation down. And so I was able to stop the energy. And so mirroring for me is just, you know, when we match someone's behavior, either past or present and how it affects our energy and choices throughout the days and, and throughout our life. I think this is absolutely fascinating. I can relate to what you're saying. I would never have called it something so simple as mirroring. Mm -hmm. um, and I have experienced it, that I'll be in a situation and will pick up on maybe the more dominant energy or the mm -hmm. more dominant, even not even picking up on energy, but picking up on somebody else's mindset or their particular opinion about how a situation should be or how something should unfold. And if I don't have a strong opinion or a firm boundary around myself or around my thoughts, then it's a lot more comfortable for me, it has been in the past, to go along. Yes. So whether mirroring is something that we do to 
appease other people or something that we do simply because we don't have our own internal boundary around what we stand for or what we believe in, uh, it can, I can see where it would be a very slippery slope. And I'm fascinated to hear that you observed it in your sister. Can you say more about where this might pop up in somebody's life or where you've observed it in your own life? Is it in situations where people are uncomfortable? Is it in situations that are emotionally charged already? Or does it even happen just kind of on an everyday basis? Can you say more about that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think I want to just mention that, you know, you hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, when we don't have those creative boundaries around us. And, and that is a huge part of when we allow mirroring, you know, we, we give ourselves permission to do so many things without even realizing it. And so, you know, some areas where it might pop up could even be socially in the sense of like what is on the news, right? You can, instead of, you know, especially right now in our world right now, right? I mean, there's so many different things, whether it's pandemics or politics or, or just celebrities, whatever going on. It's one of those things where you could be feeling one way and then watch the news and all of a sudden mirror the energy of what the person is projecting out, um, and, and not meaning that in the sense like that person is projecting their energy, they're projecting words that then causes energy for you because you haven't set boundaries around the or awareness to where it's like, okay, I don't want to feel that way. And, and I'm sure we all do that. And another setting could be socially with a group of friends, you know, where you're trying to be better for your life and you're trying not to judge people or you're just trying to love people and give kindness to this world because good Lord, that's all we need is like more love and kindness in this world. And so, you know, it's, you could be sitting with a group of friends um, that you've known forever or just a few weeks and then notice their energy and how they're speaking. And because you, if you haven't gained that, those boundaries and awareness of yourself, of who you are, your authentic self, then you're going to mirror their energy. You're going to mirror their language. You're going to mirror their behavior. Um, and good Lord, it happens everywhere in schools, right? You know, kids, you know, wanting to mirror the clothes they have on or mirror their personalities with other kids just to get fit in because that is what our society has taught us. And those are just a few examples <laughs> that I can think of where mirroring could be popping in that will affect your own energy, behavior, and choices. Here's my next question about this. Mm -hmm. From what you're describing, it sounds as though this happens with kind of a negative outcome or a negative experience. Is it possible that we can also mirror other people and have a positive outcome or a positive experience from it? And what would that look like? Yeah, I think that's what the Oprah show was all about, right? I think, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in a sense, there was so much positivity that came from so many things that we can watch, whether it's listening to um, anything that involves around your own beliefs, your own religion, or anything that involves, you know, listening to something that's a more on positive effect, you know, we're going to take that in. But the one thing to ask, you know, when you're in those situations, is just like, you can hear something. And then you make a choice on whether you're going to be in that energy, 
you know, and I think in, in that positivity, we can, we can, we can hear, you know, the good lesson we can hear and think, oh my gosh, or we can read a great mantra. Oh my gosh, that is the greatest mantra ever. I'm going to live by it. But then you forget it the next day, right? You're not mirroring there. You're simply choosing, okay, I'm going to have that moment. I'm going to take in that energy, but then I'm going to say, okay, that's, that's really not what I can do. I think when it's a long time, you know, it's almost like I think of it like in the images of like you stand in front of a mirror, but there's other mirrors behind you. And so then you have like all these different mirrors that you're, that's looking at what you're choosing to do. And, and so I do believe that you can have a positive moment by mirroring as well, just as long as you continue and make the choice to be in that positivity. So it really becomes a practice. Mm -hmm. So well, it's, I, yeah, absolutely. It starts out as, like, it sounds like maybe you recognize it in yourself or in someone else as a kind of an unconscious reaction mm -hmm. to what's going on around them. But it also sounds as though we can choose to make mirroring a conscious practice to help us elevate our own experience. Does that sound accurate? Absolutely. I mean, I, and, and that is spot on the, you know, in, and also in that sense of, you know, I think we do, I think most of us who are parents or take care of or are guardian to someone, we kind of do it in that same sense. You know, I mean, I, there's many times my son will come home from school and he's just had a really upset day and I can already feel, I can already feel his energy getting into the car and I'm just like, Oh, breathe. I just, you know, and so you know, it's, it's one of those things. Okay. Do I want to mirror his energy? What, what is, is that of the highest good? Is that what I want to do? And then as I talk with him, I can see where he actually mirrored someone else's behavior. And so where then now he is a little bit lost. And so I think we can see it in others and we can see it in ourselves just as long as we have that openness of being aware of our own actions. You know, you mm -hmm. really have to be present in the moment with yourself. Right, right. It sounds as though being present and and consciously aware of what we're taking in and what we're giving off is um, is paramount to using this as a practice versus being used by it <laughs> or being <laughs> yes, being, being used unintentionally by used by the people who are putting out that um, that message or that energy. So it sounds as though. It's, it's, and I believe this is true, we get to choose where our energy goes and where our focus goes. And what I'm hearing you saying is we can choose when we're aware of it, when we're conscious of what we're doing, we can choose whether to mirror and reflect the more negative and harried thoughts that we're exposed to, or we can choose to mirror and reflect the more positive interactions and thoughts that we have. And either one of those is going to elevate us, you know, reflecting or mirroring the positive is going to elevate us. And it seems that reflecting or mirroring the negative is going to drag us down. What about, and I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this, which is why I'm pausing. So sometimes people believe that in order to fully understand an opposing viewpoint or an opposing way of looking at the world, we need to allow ourselves to take some of that in. Mm -hmm. 
In other words, if you and I disagree politically, we could spend our energy yapping at each other and trying to persuade each other to change our minds. Or I could use some of my conscious energy and decision-making to learn about what you're saying and then mirror back to you to get more clarity for myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's whenever you can have a conversation with that emotion, you know, and, and I mean, in that sense where it's, I mean, that's a lot of my friends are always, you know, oh my gosh, I love talking to you about everything because, you know, you just, you don't ever try and push me your way or, or push away my view. You're just kind of neutral. And that's because I go into it without emotions because once, you know, when you talked about mirroring, whether it be positive or negative, you know, and making those choices with it, I don't think anything will, will bring us down, you know, because thankfully we, every second we have, a, we can, we have a moment to bring us back up. Um, and I, and I don't, and I don't really agree that we should always be at a high vibration. I think you should always find like a neutral vibration. Cause if you're always in a high vibration energy, oh my goodness, like I'll be bouncing off the wall, <laughs> you know, cause it's, so I think in those conversations, you're right in that sense to where you're not mirroring anything because you're not giving it any emotion. You're not taking on the energy of the other person's emotions, you know, even past experience emotions, right? You're experiencing something you're experiencing in that moment but you don't have to take it on. I think once we can, it's, it's all habit change, you know? I mean, we're, we get in such a habit in the society to like, just, okay, yeah, I'll take that on. You know, my boss needs this PowerPoint presentation and he needed it yesterday. And so like, now it's, blah, 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 blah. and now it gets all crazy because something happened up in your boss's world that made something have to snap and do it now. So then therefore it pushes down and then pushes down. Yeah, we're the same as parents and we're the same as when it comes to our friends, right? Right. And it's that trickle down effect. It's a trickle down effect. And so mm -hmm. when when we mirror, really what we're doing is we're saying, okay, thank you so much energy. I I will accept you in. I will accept that person's energy in. And now I'm going to oh, come right back out at you. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it be negative or positive. I mean, there's been many times where, you know, um, say a family member is like, you know, erratic or, or you know, because of the chaos in their life. And, you know, I'm not sitting here trying to tell them what they should or should not do. That is never my place. Um, that is never my place is to tell someone what to do. What I can do is guide to breath and I can guide to understanding. I can guide to have hope space. And I think when we do that, it's almost as like you put a cover over the mirror, right? You're saying, no, that's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be that way. I don't need to have an emotion. I don't need to it doesn't matter what your political views are. My purpose, all of our purpose in this life is to give love and kindness without judgment. Mm -hmm. um, our soul's mission is a completely whole other thing, right? But everybody's sole purpose, you know, everybody's always out there like, what is my purpose? And it's like, your purpose is to love, to love and be kind. And if you do that continuous, continuously, then anytime you're in a situation and you notice the mirroring, you can immediately recognize and be like, okay, I'm going to make a choice. Do I want to, do I want to go with it? Do I want to yell back at the person who just hit me in the rear end? Right. Or do I want to um, be like, okay, well, it, it just is. Mm -hmm. So in that case, it almost sounds like a question of who's got the bigger mirror. 
-hmm. or who, who's got <laughs> yeah. the consciousness about their mirror because so yeah. many of us, like you said, are going around uh, in, a, in a swirl of just habits and learned behaviors, uh, going on autopilot. And Pam and I talked about that, gosh, back in the fall, I think. We did a series on autopilot. Mm -hmm. And when we, when we first recognize consciously that we can change our energy, that we can change our interactions, that we get to choose how we interact with people and what kind of energy we're putting into the world. I think that is a very powerful um, shift for people. Mm -hmm. uh, so my, <clears throat> excuse me. So my next question is, you talked about taking emotion out of the conversation and finding kind of a neutral vibration. Mm -hmm. I would love to know what some of your moves are, some of you, some of your techniques <laughs> for, for taking emotion out of the conversation without detaching yourself. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes when we take emotion out of the conversation, we kind of remove ourselves from the situation and get a little bit aloof. Mm. And there's a difference between checking out of the conversation even though it looks like we're still engaging, there's a difference between becoming aloof and being present in a conversation with more of a neutral stance. So what has your experience been with that? And what, where do you start with that with people? Yeah. What do you, what would you recommend? What would you suggest? How would you talk about that with a client? Absolutely. And, and it's a wonderful question. And I, I love how you're proposing it as well. Um, in the sense of without detachment. Um, I, I do want to go back to something you mentioned earlier about mirroring and, and about, you know, and I think that whenever we give things words, words are power. And so when we can understand certain things, I think that that's the best thing we can do. Like, so like people do this quite often, but if we could say, okay, I'm mirroring, then they are able to give something a definition. And I think that also helps in growth as well. Um, when we talk about evolution, or so we talk about taking emotion and out and they have a natural vibration without detachment. What I've done for myself is just to be able to understand where my emotions are. Like what I, I first ask myself and just a, I just ask myself in a few moments, like, okay, here are my emotions. I'm experiencing them. Do I want them to be in this conversation? Do I need them to be a part of something? Because, yeah, we, there are times where we need to be able to, um, you know, put our foot down and get something done. Or we need to be able to, you know, calm ourselves so that way we can get everything out that we need to get out in the way that we are for the highest good. And I think there's often times where you, I, I have seen you do that as well. And you're like, okay, you take a minute and you're like, okay, I just want to make sure. I'm receiving this message and I want to relay it. Mm -hmm. And I think whenever we're in that neutral vibration um, without de with, with detachment is, or without it, I help clients be able to understand um, the space they're in mm -hmm. and the patterns that has happened in their life. And by them recognizing that they can say, okay, I'm experiencing, I use the words experiencing emotion because mm -hmm. that's all it is. We are experiencing it. Right, right. So then it's about giving it a name, right? Befriend it. And so a lot of times I'll take anger. Like my anger is Leroy. So every time Leroy pops up, I'm like, 
okay, Leroy, here you are, right? I, I really cannot handle you right now. Like I, I'm in the middle of something. And so I need you to, to be on the side, but I'm going to come back to you, right? And the same thing with sadness, same thing with happiness, same thing with joy, same thing with um, vulnerability, everything, like befriended. Mm-hmm. All it is is you're experiencing this emotion. And so when you can get there, you're able to have that neutral vibration. You're not low, you're not high, you're just in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love hearing you talk about this. I love hearing you talking about acknowledging emotions and labeling emotions in a way that helps us normalize them. Because one of the things I think that's happened in the past, I don't know, at least five years, if not longer, um, maybe even 10 or 15, is that uh, we've, sorry, we've been overcome by a wave of what people call toxic positivity uh, with quotes like good vibes only, you know, smile, be positive. And the truth is that we can't feel the positive emotions without also feeling the negative emotions and emotions, as I know that you're aware um, are, and you talk about experiencing emotions. They are literally waves of electricity that run through our bodies. Mm -hmm. And I um, often remind myself, no matter what I'm feeling, (laughs) whether it's anger or blinding rage or, you know, ecstatic joy, this too shall pass. Yeah, because it is literally a wave of electricity that moves through our bodies. And we get so caught up in the stories about those emotions. And if you hadn't acted this way, then I wouldn't have to feel like this. You made me feel this way. Mm -hmm. Um, And when we can acknowledge our emotions and take responsibility for them, that gives us a huge growth opportunity and also gives us another step toward emotional mastery. Absolutely. And and that's when you are making that conscious decision to not mirror. Yes. And and so it, it's such a beautiful thing. And I'm so glad you brought up those, you know, good vibrations, be positive all day. I, uh, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, can we get enough? Because it's, if you don't believe something, you're not going to believe it. Just like when you speak about, you can't have a negative and a positive at the same time. It's either you have a positive or you have a negative. They don't, they don't, they don't work together, right? It's either or. Right. Right. And so our mechanical brain, the way it teaches us, right, it's all mechanics. The brain is all mechanical. And so it, it will be if you're beginning to do something and like go into a relationship, right? Say you're going to go on a date and go into a relationship and your brain will say, oh, I remember all the other relationships you had and how crappy they were. Yeah. I mean, let me remind you. Right, right. right? So <laughs> are I'm you like, sure about this? Are you sure? You know, do I really want to do that? Mm-hmm. You know, and so then it's like, that's it. And then your brain, you know, you mirror what your brain wants to say. You mirror what your brain wants you to do. And you have to be conscious enough to say, no, thank you. Or, mm-hmm. okay, I must be feeling this for a reason. I must be experiencing this for a reason. Is this a lesson? Like talk with it. Right. There's, there's no reason why we can't have conversations, but we have been taught so much by society to just bury it down. Yeah you know, and, and bury it and bury it. And just, you know, what the, the thing that I cannot stand the most is when someone says, you know, you're all right. 
you're all right. It's all good. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. It's fine. It's fine. You're fine. <laughs> Never mind me. I know that exactly. you are fine. I know that you are okay. So, so you don't make right. such a big deal out of it because it's making right. me uncomfortable. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? I can't even. I don't even know what that is. But mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those things where it's like it's too much for you. And so you're like, okay, I cannot be involved in this. Yes. So I'm going to convince you that you're okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the other person will then mirror you, right? They will mirror you. Okay. You're not. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I am good. I, I am fine. Without even diving into their emotions, without even understanding them, the why, what, when, where, how. Right. 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 And so it's like, then that just does nothing that just teaches that just tells your brain okay boom i've got that one in the log next time someone's you're fine you're okay that's exactly what i'm going to do i'm going to bury it down not worry about my emotions not understand the lesson and yeah. Just keep moving. yeah yeah so yeah. there's a difference between consciously taking the charged emotion out of an interaction mm -hmm. and accepting someone's mirroring mm -hmm. and suppressing our own emotions that's a powerful distinction, Tammy, because when we recognize that we're suppressing our emotions, it seems like the pendulum swings back to letting them out like a raging torrent. We don't need to do either, right? All that's required, I think, is simply a willingness to recognize that we're feeling something and then labeling it, either giving it a a name, like you said, like Leroy is your anger, or labeling it as I think I'm feeling, I think I'm feeling angry. Um, Brene Brown, whom I love, uh, does a lot of research on shame and resilience and emotions and a number of things. And she recently was talking on her podcast about uh, her new book, Atlas of the Heart, where she labels and discusses like almost a hundred different emotions and ex she also calls them experiences by the way because not all of them are emotions but some of them trigger emotions in us and one of the things she said was that they researched and I can't remember the details of it but they asked like 5,000 or 10,000 or maybe I don't remember how many thousand people it was to name emotions that they experienced and the majority of the people that came back in the survey could only name three. They were happiness, sadness, and anger. Mm -hmm. And she thought, wow, that's, I mean, first of all, two of them are what we would call negative emotions <laughs> out of the three. <laughs> Second of all, there's so much more to emotion than just those three. And I think it's that as a society, we have put so much emphasis on being positive and good vibes only. We've not allowed ourselves, men or women, to be anything except happy or furious. Mm -hmm. And we've really done ourselves a disservice, um, in my opinion, because there are a lot of ways that we can get information from our emotions that aren't necessarily going to lead us to damaging ourselves or someone else in the process. But when we feel like we only have a couple of options, then that's all we get, right? 
if everything, if all you have is a hammer, then everything looks like a nail. So if the only emotion I have access to is anger, then I'm going to respond with anger to everything that happens, whether it's positive or negative. Um, so I feel as though tuning in to what we're feeling, recognizing it for what it is, labeling it, gives us an opportunity to really hone our emotions a little bit more and that in itself that in itself gives us another step toward mastery so yeah absolutely yeah no i love i i i hope that i can steal that phrase emotional mastery from you and use it sometimes not steal it but borrow i guess because I think it's, it's not mine honey i borrowed it oh you okay good <laughs> Good. Well, whomever did it, that's a beautiful way of saying it because it is emotional mastery. And I think, you know, I believe that whenever we have extreme emotional mastery, it's just we're able to make those choices. You know, whenever those emotions come up, we're able to make those choices in the right way and to mirror and to not to mirror. And I think that's the best way to how we can hone our emotions is by um, accepting the choices that we make whether they're good bad evil whatever they are we just accept what we just did and then move on so i love that so it's not about shutting off our emotions instead it's about taking responsibility for our emotions and it's never this sounds so simple it's never the emotion that's the issue it's what we choose to do with the energy yes that the emotion creates that's the issue 100 percent and I find so many of us are afraid to feel our full emotions because we've been told before that that's not allowed mm -hmm. one way or another. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think that's just our generation. I think it goes back beyond. Uh, my mother used to tell a story about how she was so exuberant one time in either first or second grade that her teacher put her in the closet and shut the door. Mm. <laughs> and I thought, oh my word. <laughs> That would not fly today, but um, <laughs> but that's, I mean, those messages have been handed down through the generations that you're not supposed to be exuberant. You're not supposed to be furious. Those aren't allowed. You're only supposed to show up, um, you know, if you can be calm and sedate, but yeah. not every well, situation. In, and in, in your positive attitude, in your positive mood. For what you right, know. right. <laughs> at, be happy. Oh, at okay. the very least neutral, if not with a yeah. smile on your face. Yeah. Right. If you don't stop crying, I'm going to give you something to cry. Oh, crying. yes. Oh, you think yeah. that hurts? Let me show you what hurts. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So the last question I want to ask you before we wrap up is, how do we change that habit? You know, I always go back to, you know, there's always the how-tos and the, and, the, and the where to go from here. And I have learned throughout my experience from in my life coaching business, as well as in my, um, my 24 years in the military, that how we do it is different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think that from the experiences that I've had, it's been so, I, I love that I can grow every day. I don't want to be the same person as yesterday. I want to continue to grow every day and, and how little or how big that is. And I think for everybody else, it's the same way. And so when you ask just the basic general of like, how do we do it? I think the first and foremost thing is have love for yourself first. The moment you can find that, 
can truly bring so much awareness to you of the things that you do and do not want in your life. Mm-hmm. And when you realize what you do and do not want in your life, you can then see the things that how ways that you were also going along with the cattle, right? You know, the, 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 she- the shepherd is telling me to go into the gate. So I'm just going to go into the gate without asking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we do it by continuing to find a practice that fits that one individual, you know, my practice is much different than other people. I know their practice, right. Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth. And so it's about continuing to ask yourself questions every day and making choices that fit where you want to go, how you want to grow. And, and a lot of people get stuck with that. Cause you know, it's the, it's the favorite, my favorite phrase that most clients say, I don't know. I, I don't know. Right. Right. And so I just think about, you know, that I don't know has such a huge, broad answer to it, you know, in the sense of the I don't know is saying that I'm not sure where to start. Right. It's It's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It's too overwhelming. And so then, you know, from there you have to say, okay, how do I know where to start? How can I slow down my overwhelm? Right. And then you see where you place the energies at and what energies you're taking in. And then by just settling with those mm-hmm. and, and and then that can begin to have progress. And I think it's different for everybody, everybody. It is different for everybody. But I and I agree with you that overwhelm is so common mm-hmm. among people because we we like to believe that we don't know. Well, Well, I I can't say we like that, but I think we've been led to believe that we don't know. Yeah, no, I love that. I want to go with that for just a minute if we can. Yeah. In the sense of like, they they don't know where to go um, because what what does society teach us, right? You can only get this far. Right. If If you're not hustling, bustling, tearing other people down to build yourself back up, then you're not going to go anywhere. And that is so untrue. Um, you know, it's only because we're mirroring exactly what society wants us to do. And then anybody who goes against the norm, right. What happens to them, right. They're, they're, you know, talked about about shunned or if they, if they even just walk their own path, some people don't even like that. And so it's just about doing the things that they know they enjoy and they know that they can grab a hold of and, and, begin to like not care what other people think begin to like find ways to work that out right right and i think time and time again when people say i don't even know where to start Mm -hmm. uh one of the things that i found to be most helpful is well let's just start right here exactly let's start where you are right in this moment and we'll go from there yeah, Pema Pema Chadran, uh, she was a she's a Buddhist monk, and I she has her. a book. She's mm-hmm. had the book that says "Start Where You Are." Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh, V, I think I've read that thing like thirty times. You know, yeah. And oftentimes, I will bring it with me if I have the new client, and just so that way I can like use some quotes or use some examples. And um, and it's really and and the the beautiful part of all of that is like we are exactly where we need to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a beautiful place to wrap up for now. Absolutely. We are always exactly where we need to be. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Tammy, so much for spending time today 
to come on the podcast and talk about mirroring and talk about some experiences you've had and observed. I will make sure that I put a link to your website, a link to your own podcast, and I'm also going to include a link to Pema Children's book uh, because I think that would be a great resource for people. I'm so glad that we were able to have you on today, and I'm looking forward to having you on again another time if, you, if you're willing to come on. Absolutely. Anytime you want. I, I love sharing space with you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, yes. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. I love sharing space with you too. Thank you everybody so much for listening today. If you have a question for Tammy, you can reach her through her website. There will be a link in the show notes. If you have any thoughts about what we've discussed today and you want to leave us a comment, you can do so at um, vlabasi.com. You can do so on my Instagram page. I'm at v.labasi, L-B-A-S-S-I. Uh, as always, we appreciate your support, and we're looking forward to coming back here with you again next week. Until then, be well and take good care. Thanks so much for listening. As always, we appreciate you spending time with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you know, and thanks for your support. Pam and V are certified coaches who love to help people remember who they're truly meant to be. To find out more about working with Pam Davis, you can contact her at coachpamdavis at gmail.com. For more information about Virginia's work, visit her website at www.vlabasi.com. That's www.vlb.com. A-S-S-I dot com.